Happy Sunday, Tampa Bay. Thanks for joining us this week on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, filling in for Andrew Duncan. Here with Nicole Bagley, one of our listing partners on our team. Nicole has never been on the show before, so welcome, Nicole. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm thrilled to have Nicole with us on this Christmas show of the Duncan Duo. We are so glad that you joined us this week. I know it's, it's the holiday season. It's a busy time of year, and if you're tuning in on Christmas, I really appreciate you spending we this do. day with we us. Do. So, you know, this is a very busy time of year, I think, especially for people that are looking to make a move of some type, you know, moving, selling their home, buying another home. It's always a stressful time of year to do that, but I do think it's always one of the best times of the year to do that. And we talk about that a little bit every week, but I know that what we're seeing and what I've been seeing is stuff that's been on the market for a while or, or maybe kind of had been on the market during the change in the market. Mm-hmm. I think that we're actually seeing stuff get more offers and more showings. Um, I know, Nicole, that you have stuff on the market. Are you seeing that with your listings or I what are am, you seeing? I am actually. Last weekend, we had a great property that had over 30 showings. I had multiple offers, which was amazing. And it had been on the market for a little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So what did, well, I guess, what did you do to get that like 30 showings? Do you, did we do like a price? Like what did, what yeah, did you so do? Yeah. So we kind of tested the market a little bit. Like, you know, some sellers are not used to really an agent going in there and tell them exactly where they need to list. So they did mm-hmm. want to test the market a little little bit. We did that for one and a half, maybe nine days. And we paid attention to the market, to the feedback. We did a price improvement. And then we also did an open house. Mm -hmm. So from that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday until that Monday, 30 showings. I think I had five offers. We went above asking price. Really? Uh, So it was amazing. It it was amazing. (laughs) Well, I will say that I think that that's one of the I think biggest misconceptions that people have with the market right now, um, especially people who've been kind of on the fence waiting to buy, is right. they think that the market has totally changed. But that's right. What I've seen is really, you know, the good stuff that's priced correctly and mm-hmm. is in good condition mm-hmm. still sells. It still sells really quickly that's right. and, and usually, not necessarily usually multiple offers, but usually really close right. to asking. Or you have stuff that sits on the market forever. It's not in good condition. It needs help. And it kind of sits there. I think before anything you put on the market, it was going to get multiple offers and it was going to fly. Right. Now it's the good properties, which is kind of more normal. Well, it's also too with the marketing because these buyers that we picked, the agent actually just did a video walkthrough with our video. So our marketing was able to capture them. Um, and then the agent went in and did the video walkthrough. So these buyers haven't walked the property yet, but we're already wow. through inspection. So uh, I think re- in conjunction of the pricing and the marketing, absolutely. Do you know if they're relocating from out of state? I don't they know much are relocating. One's working at the hospital in Sarasota and mm-hmm. the other one at Tampa General. So it's a good location oh, for them awesome. as well. Yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, we're still seeing a ton of that relocation. Um, we're still getting really, really good feedback from some of our video marketing. Um, some of our video market, we've really stepped it up on social media. If you want to go to our team page, we're on a lot of social media, Duncan Duo team on all of our socials, but we've do, we've done some, uh, some video marketing there, but we're really getting some good results from out of state buyers. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh my gosh, it was 12 years ago. I think I sold a property 
as a buyer agent, so this was a long time ago, to somebody who was out of state, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's the craziest thing. I can't believe somebody's buying this and they've never <laughs> seen the property. But we do that a lot A now. lot, a lot. Um, and I think what's great about this time of year is you're not having as much competition, which we always talk about right. because some people don't want to list their home over the mm-hmm, holidays. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's kind of a mistake because as we go after New Year's mm-hmm. and kind of ramp up in January, February, right. March, there's so much more competition. Yeah. You know, so maybe that home that you had multiple offers on, that you had 30 showings on, that right. obviously you had people that was waiting for something new to hit the market. You might not have that in the turn of right. the year because there might be more competition. Yeah. Well, it did. It picked up, I want to say, the end of November for me, especially, because it seemed like all the buyers that were out there, they want to close by mm-hmm. the end of the year. They need their homestead. They want their homestead. So it was perfect. So yes. we did we did have an influx in showings across the board for my listings as well. Yeah. So. And we see that in Florida because of our homestead ex- exemption laws. Right. Um, and also... Um, people from other states that want to relocate for tax purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to get that residency. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they need to get out of there and get closed. <laughs> so we see that a lot all the time in Florida. Um, I think that that, you know, it, we're very lucky because even though we get that towards the end of the year, January, February, March is when a lot of the snowbirds are down here. So That's our market right. stays really mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. But again, those people that are down here, you know, that's, People that may want to enjoy their home for the last time. Maybe they know right. that they need to get it sold. Maybe they've even held off the last couple of years because they haven't been down here as much. Right. And now they're down here and it's, you know, time to sell. So we do always see that influx after the holidays and just people that didn't want to deal with it over the holidays. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, you know, they're ready to kind of make the move and and get it sold a lot of times before Chris, or excuse me, before summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we really see that every year. And, you know, I, I think that it's going to continue this year. I think that prices are going to stabilize. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know the history with that one, but a lot of prices have, you know, they've fallen from their peaks. They haven't um, continued their upward trajectory. Right. But I don't think they're going to go that much farther down. I yeah. think that if if rates stabilize, which it seems like they have, they've even gone down a little bit. I think that we're going to see prices hold really steady, right? Especially now that they've dropped a little bit. Now, right. you don't have to say details about the home because I don't want to give anything away. But when you were looking at comps for that sure, property, sure. did you go? It sounded like you tested the market, so you might have went up in the beginning, but right. did you end up having to come a little below or in line or where did you end up? So I originally thought that we would land between four and 425. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the comps told me and that's what I shared with the sellers. But because it was a great location, um, you know, within the 30 mile distance for VA as well, military, mm. we said, let's go ahead and test the market, but let's only test it for one full weekend. Yes. Um, within that time frame, I think it was like seven or nine days. I think I had like nine showings. And all the feedback, you know, was telling us that we need a price improvement. So we did. We, we did not sleep on it. You cannot sleep on a price nope, improvement. You You've got to pay attention to the feedback. And honestly, you just have to be honest with your sellers and set their expectations. Yes. You don't want to give them unrealistic expectations. Nope. It's easier to get and meet their goal when you are upfront and honest with them. Well, right. And I think so. that that is always what I used to tell sellers when I worked with a ton of sellers, I, I always would say, listen, I want to be honest with you up front. Right. I want to tell you what you can expect from this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give you, you know, a false narrative because a lot of times they're planning their next move based That's on right. what they're going to 
take away from the sale. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, the sale is getting them to where they want to be with their goal. So if you if you give them a false sense of what they're going to be receiving mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, are over positive and not realistic. And of course, right. I want to be positive. But it ends up creating a lot of disappointments exactly. <laughs> in yeah, the process. Yeah, because when it doesn't sell, the first person they're going to get mad at is you. Yes. Right? So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that is, again, I think that, um, so you ended up about in line with where the yes. comps were. Yes, okay. we did. We did a price uh, price improvement, and then we actually settled at two grand above our price improvement. See, because... So and what, that's because we had multiple yeah. offers. So what you did was you priced it where it should be. And exactly. then it's still the market told you it was still worth a little bit more. Exactly. So and, and I think that that's what, you know, we were kind of missing during the, the pandemic times uh, is that you could price something somewhere. You would go based on the comps and they would go above and beyond that, mm-hmm. even if you went higher. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of driving the price higher. So what we're seeing now is instead of going so far above the comps, outbidding the comps, not caring about the comps. Right. It's really much more in line with where yeah. previous sales were. Absolutely. And maybe a little above like yeah. yours had Yeah, yours absolutely. Had absolutely. And that's more typical. So I think mm-hmm. we're probably going to go back to seeing 2 to 3% a year uh, appreciation, which again, still an improvement, not right. a decrease. Yeah. And we've seen that this year. So people mm-hmm. saying, oh, Prices are down. Well, yeah, they're they're down from the beginning of the year, but year over year, they're still up. That's right. So yeah. I think that we're going to continue that. And what's your prediction for next year? Because we talked about this last week. Yeah. You weren't here. What's your prediction? Yeah, I think uh, I I think that we're going to have marginal gains. I don't think we're going to you know have anything that's going to scare agents or and for our team at least to get us out of the ball game. I think that as long as we're pricing right, we're following the comps, we're following the market. When the market shifts, you shift. Right. I think that um, I just like you said, I think we're going to be in line with having a successful year. Awesome. You know, so if you are looking to sell your home in the new year or before the new year, you want to give us a call. 813-359-8990. That's our office number. We'd love to speak with you about that. You know, there's so many different uh, ways that we can help you, even if you're a little nervous about the new interest rates. Mm -hmm. You aren't used to seeing those sixes as an interest rate. Um, you know, we certainly didn't plan for them to go that high or expect them to go that high. But, right. um, you know, there's so many different programs that can help you buy if you're wanting to sell and then buy. Or if you're a first time home buyer, there's so many different programs for you, too. So we're able to kind of sit down with you and custom make a plan for you based on your goals like we talked about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your goal for the new year is you want to buy a home you want to sell your home that you currently have, you know, we can walk you through different options with that, whether it's one of our instant offers, whether it's uh, selling the home on the open market, whether it's shopping them around to some of our investor uh, partners, you know, we can do all of that for you and we can sit with you and kind of go through all those options. So again, give us a call. 813-359-8990 is our office line, or you can reach out to us on our socials. It's Duncan Duo Team. Instagram, Facebook, you know, anywhere where we are on social media, or you can go to our website, duncanduo.com. From there, you can look at, uh, you know, your home's value. You can uh, ask questions directly to us and we can chat with you on there, or you can just browse around at some of our different listings that we have, or any listing that is on the MLS is straight from our website. So again, duncanduo.com, you can go there. 
And we'll be right back right after this quick break here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Nicole Bagley, one of our listing partners on our team. So glad you've joined us this Christmas Thank you Sunday. for having me. Awesome. Yes. I'm glad thank to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So one of the articles this week says that home prices just hit a turning point after nearly a year, but will buyers miss it amid the holidays? And this is what we kind of talked about earlier where people are just focused on other stuff during the holidays. However, the turning point that um, that home prices have kind of hit is that they are not up in double digits for the first time within a year. You know, they're only up nine percent year over year <laughs> as opposed to over ten percent. So again, that's still out out uh, performing the that's average. That's still great numbers. I, know. I mean, you know. if you're a homeowner, I mean, those are still great numbers. Um, Again, I think that it, as I think it, these numbers lag, okay, um, lagging indicators, as we heard so much <laughs> about during the pandemic. But I think what's going to happen is, you know, they're still up year over year. But what you're going to see into the new year is uh, prices are going to flatline when they look at year over year. So, you know, in January, they're looking at January 2023 versus January 2022. So I think that as you come up to the coming months, it's going to look like they stagnated year over year or they have decreased slightly. Um, but again, longer term, they're still up. So I think that um, you know, if buyers aren't paying attention to that, I think what this shows preliminarily is that, yes, they're still up, but they have slowed. And I think that was the turning point right. where they're going to show that they're kind of flat. But they also increase so much in yes. those peak months when the market Correct. was a market that nobody's ever seen before. So while it increased so much, yes, it's came down a little bit, but there's still such an, an amazing gain there. Oh, my gosh. Know? I mean, I think somebody that owns a home, you know, this is why they say in the U.S. that, you know, home ownership is really the key to wealth building. Absolutely. And I think that long term, you know, even if you're discouraged, if you're a buyer that kind of, you know, maybe you were just maybe you even put in offers on multiple homes. You didn't snag the property that you wanted. You decide to rent for another year. I think really there's still such an opportunity to get into the market. Mm -hmm. um, I personally have seen some opportunities out there that I no would have received multiple offers in the past and they're kind of sitting on the market. Right. <clears throat> and when homes are on the market, if their agent is, you know, presenting everything they're supposed to, is a good negotiator, your agent's a good negotiator, you know, you're going to end up as a buyer getting a much better deal on that right. property because the seller is going to take something that they wouldn't have taken six months ago right. or three months ago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as a buyer, you're able to get something that, you know, maybe prices do still come down some, but you're able to get money off of the listing price now, mm -hmm. maybe some closing, closing costs, cost, concessions, right? maybe some stuff that, you know, you were having to throw out the window last year. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that now you're going to be able to secure those things in a much normal market and you still have so much opportunity out there in order to secure a property for you. And I think that that's what we're going to see. So I I think don't get discouraged, but also right. don't let the holidays, if your goal is truly to buy a property, you know, I think sometimes the holidays are the best it's the time. the best time to get out there. Yes. Absolutely. So yeah. As an agent, yep. you know, if a, if a buyer calls you over, over the holidays, I mean, 
I'm thinking they're majorly serious. They're a serious buyer. Yeah. But the sellers are also serious. Totally. Because any seller who's going to put their home on the market during the seasons is serious. They have a deadline. Yes. So you need to get out there, get your feet wet, get with an agent who's experienced, who can negotiate the best terms and conditions for you and make an offer. Yes. And I think that that is true all the way around. So if you're a buyer, get out there and yes. don't let it, don't let the holidays, of course, enjoy Christmas and enjoy New Year's, but don't let it distract you from your goal. And get out there and really be serious about it mm -hmm. and intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Because I also think, like you said, if a seller's on the market right That's now. That's right. They're serious. Oh, They're ready serious. to go. They're ready to go. <laughs> um, I mean, we had, I mean, I think this week we took five or six listings, which is mm -hmm. very good for uh, the week of Christmas. I mean, usually we're a lot slower than that. And I think, man, those sellers, they're serious. Like mm -hmm. they're wanting to sell. Yeah. You know, I know the stories behind some of them. They're ready to go. Yeah. I and, just listed one last night, yeah. late last night. That's ready awesome. to go. Vacant, ready to go. That's awesome. So I need a buyer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and I think, okay, and on the flip side, if a buyer came to you and gave a, a good offer, the seller's probably still going to negotiate. Yes. The seller's probably still ready to get that property sold. And they probably have more realistic expectations of what they can plan on mm -hmm. with that property. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, if you're a, a buyer, get out there. Um, the turning point was just now. The mm -hmm. turning point was that prices are not up double digits nationally. That's right. Um, and I think that you're able to get some deals. So give us a call. 813-359-8990 is our office number. Again, we gave that earlier. Even today on Christmas, you can call us and we will pick up the phone. Yes, we, have, we will. Yeah, we have agents <laughs> that are ready to help you get something sold or purchase a great property. Uh, or you can go to our website, duncanduo.com. We can chat with you there. We can um, answer any questions. And what I think is great about our website is we have a feed to the MLS. So any property that is on the MLS, it updates constantly. So it's not like some other websites that have a 24-hour delay mm -hmm. or a 48-hour delay. Some national websites that buyers use, there is a long delay because of how often it pulls from local mm -hmm. MLS feeds. Mm -hmm. Ours is right away. So I think as a buyer, you know, the key is to getting in there early. You want to beat some of these other people when the property is really good. Right. And you want to get there as quick as possible. So <clears throat> you're able to look at everything from our website. You're able to go out. Um see those properties with one of our agents, or even if you have your own agent, you're still allowed to look at our website. We would love to have you uh, have you there, but we're able to help you. Um, so go to our website, duncanduo.com. We'd love to um, have you check that out. And again, all of the MLS listings are on our website. So go there, duncanduo.com. And we'll be back right after this quick break here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Nicole Bagley, one of our top listing partners on our team. She's probably going to be our maybe our top <laughs> listing partner this year. We still have another week, and she's neck and neck with one of the other agents on our team. But Thank she would you. love to help you out if you're looking to sell your home. Give her a call. Nicole, how can they reach you directly? You just tell them right yeah, on Yeah, absolutely. There. And I would be absolutely honored. My number is 813-629-5895. Give me awesome. a call. Let's get started. <laughs> Let's get started. All right. So one of the other articles next this week is is flipping flopping. Investor profits on fix and flip properties Ooh. are lowest in 13 years. Now, when they talk about the lowest amount of profits and they talk about a 13-year timeline, they are talking about percentage-wise. So they're not talking about necessarily dollar amounts because obviously more expensive homes means dollar amount is 
a lot more. You know, back, you know, in 2008, when you were looking at $50,000 homes and you sold something for 80000 you know, oh my gosh, the percentage wise on that flip was huge. But, you know, now when you're looking at homes and the average price of the home is, is over 300, 350, almost 400, you know, and you're flipping something for 475, yes, that's a bigger dollar amount, but percentage wise, that's much lower. So, you know, the article is saying that for the first time, it, or the property flipping values are the lowest the profit-wise that they've been in 13 years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do think that this is one of those cases where they're looking at national numbers. And we always talk about that real estate is very hyper-local. You know, I mean, right. even in the Tampa Bay area, you know, when you're looking at flipping numbers or even mm-hmm. housing numbers in general, you're looking at something in South Tampa versus something in Carrollwood versus something in Wesley Chapel versus right. something in Brooksville. You know, these are like two four, five, six totally different areas. And it can keep going. You know, are you by the beach? Are mm-hmm. you in Lakeland? Mm-hmm. You know, are you um, in Fishhawk? Are you in Wiregrass? So I think right. that it's it's so hyper-local even in our area, but this is a national number. So, um, you know, I would tell you that we still are doing our instant offer program and we still love going out, taking a look at your property and giving you an instant offer. Mm-hmm. But also, if it's not something that we're able to do, we're able to shop that to some of our other investor partners. And depending on the property, this is what I always tell people, depending on the property, there's a bunch of stuff that we look at. You know, Are we going to have to put a lot of work in and flip right. this property? Are we going to possibly rent the property because it's something that's a good rental? Mm-hmm. Is this something where I know because of the numbers that the numbers just don't work and maybe we're able to sell it to another investor. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that we look at when it comes to that. But I would say it's what it's done for us is that we've had to become much more conservative in what we're able to offer people because the profits mm-hmm. are not what they were. Right. And not just that, but the costs mm-hmm. for improving these homes has gone up exponentially. I almost think that the cost of the contracting work and the appliances and the improvements. And it's the cost that's gone into them that has really hurt profits much more Where than sales Where it makes it difficult price. to make the, the math work. Oh, totally. Yeah. Because if you're looking, I will say now when, when I'm looking at a home and I'm looking at, okay, the flipping potential of this property, I always think to myself, Oh my gosh, the contractors. And, you know, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the timeline. Right. And how long you're going to have to hold it before you can put it back on the market. Yes. I'm not worried about the price going down. Of course, that's in your head. You know, I don't want to hold this too long because, you know, prices could go down. But all I'm thinking about is, my gosh, what's this going to cost? Oh my gosh, this guy's going to charge this much and he's not going to want to do it. So then he's going to charge triple. How long is it going to take? Right. (laughs) So, I mean, there's stuff that we. We have been um, flipping as, as a company for months longer than we thought. And we kept thinking, oh, you know, by Halloween, we'll get this property up. Oh, no, by Thanksgiving, we'll get it up. Oh, by the end mm-hmm. of the year, we'll get it. No, no, it's it's next year. I mean, these are huge differences when it comes to profitability. And it's not because of the market in those with those homes. It's because the work's taken mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. Um, have you... So, okay, let's put it this way. Even when you're listing a property and you're talking to a seller, 
do you take that into account when you're giving them price on, okay, well, if you improve X, Y, and Z, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you can get more? Or Yeah. I think it just depends on the motivation of the seller. Because if their motivation is making the most they possibly can, right, then I'm going to tell them what they need to do to be able to net the most they can. But if time is of essence, then we need to just put it on the market, price it strategically, and let the investors out there kind of fight for it, right? right. So it just depends on the motivation of the seller, really. Yeah. Yeah. Because it... And- as far as flipping, it says that in the third quarter, the average profit was $62,000 on a flip. And that's after all in. Now, to me, and of course, in Florida, with uh, even though our house prices are up, okay, it's we still have, c- compared to nationally, we don't have crazy house prices like some of the other most populous states, Florida, or excuse me, uh, California, New York, you know. So when you're looking at those and you're thinking, gosh, nationally, home home um, flipping profits are only at $62,000, they're saying that that is only 25% of a return on investment. Now, again, I still think those numbers are really good when you're looking at an investment. I, I think so, too. But, those are great numbers. Right. I know this is two people that, <laughs> you know, when I talk about people flipping, I'm talking about our company, not me personally. So, I, I mean, I would love to make those numbers, but... Um, you know, it's just saying that when you're looking at real estate investing and when you compare the flipping numbers and the investing numbers compared to what they used to be, it's a lot lower percentage wise right. for an investor. And truthfully, real estate investing long term, it is a very safe strategy. I'm not a financial advisor. This mm-hmm. is just kind From of your experience. Yes. yes. My opinion. <laughs> it's a very long term safe strategy. But these short spans of investing a lot of money, you know, it's high risk, high reward, but also, you know, high risk. Okay. So when you're thinking about, gosh, I could, I could do this. It's high risk. There's so many different factors of, you know, is there an issue with this property that's going to be discovered? Is the work going to take long? Am I going to be stuck holding this property? Are there going to be different tax consequences? I mean, is the market going to turn? There's so right. many different variables. And what is the unknown once you start doing the totally. renovations, right? So what are you going to find that you didn't know that right, was there? Right. So when you're looking at, you know, yeah, I could invest all this money, but the risk is so high. Mm-hmm. You start to say, well, is there another high reward investment out there that I could do where the risk maybe isn't that high, where the profit percentage is more? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what you really start to see, especially when you look at prices start to decline or stagnate because, Mm -hmm. you know, as inflation goes up and as stuff gets more expensive, Mm -hmm. if prices stagnate, the return's even worse. You know, it's not getting even better. So I think when they look at fourth quarter numbers, what they're probably going to see is that it's even lower because these are third quarter numbers. You know, I think when they're looking at fourth quarter, October, November, December. Interesting. They're going to be worse, I think, because I mean, uh, it's just it's not getting easier out there to make money with flipping. And I think that that's why, you know, if you're looking for one of those instant offers on your home, one of the things that we do is we shop it to different investors, because I do think that um, certain investors are looking for different things. And they also have, especially when you're looking at large investors, they have different qualifications for the property and what they want to put into the property. Mm -hmm. And I think that if they're going to, we've worked with buy and hold investors and we've worked with flip investors. And I think that if they're looking at a buy and hold strategy, maybe a rental strategy, they're going to end up paying more of a premium for that Mm -hmm. property Mm -hmm. rather than um, 
a flip investor. And I always say, don't go at it alone. If you're no. reaching out to these investors yourself, you still want to give us a call to represent you on the sell side. Right. At least don't do it on your own. No. Absolutely no. not. No. And we've done that. We have. Many I have done time. that many times. Well, yeah. because I will tell you, especially during the pandemic, mm -hmm. you know, the crazy real estate market, you'd, we'd go out and meet with people like we mentioned earlier, and we'd be very realistic on what they could expect from the property. And then they would go talk to an investor and the investor would tell them something totally different, but they'd still want us to represent them in the sale exactly. because yes. there were so many different variables mm -hmm. and hey, that's what we want to do. So that's why we say come to us and we will help you get hopefully multiple investor offers. Mm -hmm. They... I'm going to tell you right now, they're they're not going to be what you're going to get on the open market. At one point, a year or two ago, they right. might be. They yeah. might be. That That's gone. Mm -hmm. That's gone. So, but sometimes convenience is worth more than a dollar amount to some people right. in certain circumstances. And in those circumstances, we can still get you the most money and give you the best terms of what you're mm -hmm. looking for exactly. because we're able to shop it around. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to do. So again, it's about options. We like to say, oh, you know, we want to give you a menu of options. Mm -hmm. What's going to be right for you? Which one of these can we make the best for you? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but I think that um, even if you're an investor, we can still help you get a great deal on property so there's profits are still there because we have because of the way we advertise we have so many people calling us that want an instant offer and we buy such a small amount of those mm -hmm. which is a great thing because as an investor we're able to help you find great deals too because you know we're having so many people call us we know of all these people that want instant offers and we're able to kind of make something happen there so again give us a call 813-359-8990 whether you're a seller, whether you're an investor, whether you're somebody that's looking um, to buy in the new year, even if you're not an investor, we'd love to help you out. Again, 813-359-8990. Give us a call there or go to our socials, which is what we talked about earlier. Duncan Duo team, not just our uh, our crazy home, uh, you know, home stories there, but also some of the stuff we do as a fun team. And if you're looking as an agent to join a team, we'd also love to talk to you. Go to jointheduo.com. You can talk about joining our team there. You can sign up. We'll reach out to you, see if it's right for you. We'd love to have you join our team as an agent in the new year. Have so many exciting things going yes. on. Give us a call. Go to our website. Again, jointheduo.com if you're an agent. And we'll be back right back for our last segment here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. And we're back here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show for our last segment. I'm Robert Johnson, president of the Duncan Duo, here with Nicole Bagley, one of our top listing partners on our team. Thanks for joining us this week on this Christmas edition of the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Talking about the changes in the upcoming market for the new year. Love to talk about that at the end of the year, but one of the articles says that demand for rural homes in Britain drops as pandemic effect fades, report says. Now, of course, we're not Britain. We're the United <laughs> States. But I think that in the Western world, you know, in the West, that would define both of us. I think there was a lot of trends that kind of happened during the last two years that mm -hmm. we could see change going forward. You know, this whole thing where people thought remote work was going to last forever. Um, I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I think that... Um, you're starting to see that fade. A lot of people are back to the office. 
I think I heard um, somewhere where in New York City, I think 70% of office workers have returned. Um, I, I've read that. The stat could be wrong. I could be misspeaking, but it was much higher. I think back in June, even, it was only 25%. So it's mm. changed really quickly. And I will say, I went to New York City this past week, and um, man, the difference between now and June was crazy. The amount really? of people on the subways, the amount of people walking around, it was almost normal. Now, I noticed looking across from the hotel into offices, there was still less people in the offices, but there was people there. They were working. Um, but I think that as you go back to normal routine, you can't do remote work in the middle of the country um, away on a farm. You know, you can't zoom on a farm. Uh, you, you know, I think even if you're doing hybrid work, you still have to go into the office. So I think some of these things you're going to see kind of fade out. And really, I think that you could see the biggest change in home prices, um, especially when you look at stats that are national. I think a lot of uh, some of the biggest changes in home prices could be these far away ex-urban places past the suburbs that maybe take an hour two hours to get to, mm -hmm. um, but they're still suburban. Or, or you're going to see these rural places that, you know, prices had skyrocketed because right. people wanted to get That's out of the city. That's where everybody was flocking. Yeah. I think you're going to see those come down. I just mm -hmm. don't think that that can sustain itself because I think that people um, are going to either have to go back to the office or they're not going to be as afraid of being in a city or they're going to want to go do things mm -hmm. like go out people to eat. People are ready to get out. Yes. They are ready to get out there. Yes. And I think that that's what we're going to see is I think that that is going to um, probably bring down uh, or hold steady our national prices because I think those are going to make a big difference. And I also think you're going to see, um, especially with the change in interest rates, I think you're going to see vacation home properties really take a hit. Mm. Um, you know, that sounded great and fine when you could remote work Uh whenever you wanted and you could go spend a month at your vacation home with a 2% interest rate. But I don't think that sounds as fun when you're paying seven or 8% because um, mortgage rates are higher for vacation homes or, um, and then you're only able to go out there a week a year. I just don't think that that's going to fly. So I think that you could, um, and again, you find vacation homes in more rural or mountainous right. or wherever settings. So I think that you're going to really see that those prices get affected going into 2023 and into 2024. But again, when I say affected, I think they're just going to stabilize. I think areas like that could go down, uh, but I don't think they're going to you know, go to 2008 levels or anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd be having investors, like we talked about earlier, just buy them right. up and <laughs> flip them. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that even though that's Britain, I think that that's what you're going to see in, in our country as well. Um, what do you think, Nicole? Uh, <laughs> she's she's giving me this look like I don't know. It could get affected. Uh, well, it's just well, it's just because about, it's just because you know the favorite you know the saying that everybody says. I wish I had a crystal ball yeah, to know what's going to happen. Totally. Right? I'd be retired in Costa Rica in like oh. a little bungalow. Oh, there but you go. I, I far would, away, far away, tucked working. away. <laughs> yeah, you know, remote working. But but I do see that. I do see where more people are kind of buying in the city. You know. When COVID was here, right. we saw a lot of people wanting to be in the country. They wanted lithia all the way out in 
Pinecrest area, yes, right? Yes. And they wanted the land. And now people are like, no, I need to be out there and seeing things. That, you know, life of being kind of tucked away is, right. is not really where people want to be. Or I can't, you know, you know, I have to go back to the office Absolutely. three or four and then, days and a week. Th- and then just for Tampa, I mean, we are growing. We we are the place where people want to be. So I just see us, I still see us having a great year. I, like you said, I don't think that we're going to have anything like 2008 <laughs> I, at all. You know, I think we're going to have, you know, marginal gains across the board. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm excited to see too. So uh, I'm ready for people yes, to get out. Yes. You know? So, okay. So this is our Christmas show. So what are your Christmas plans this year? We'll wrap it up on our, <laughs> on our holiday plans this year. What are your Christmas so plans? We are going to go to my daughter's home. Uh, and then we're going to come back to my home where my neighbors are going to be um, all spending time together. And then for Christmas Eve and then Christmas, I bought us skates, um, all of us. So I really want to get out and just go rollerblading with all the kids. You and all your kids out rollerblading. Yes, all Christmas. of us. Right on Bay Shore. It's cold today. It's okay. We're, we're pre-recording this show, but it is <laughs> cold today on Christmas. Um, but I mean, you're going to, yeah. I mean... I would love to see you guys all out. That would be great. Drive down Bayshore and just beep at us. We'll be right there. (laughs) Well, we always go to my grandmother's house. We spend a lot of time there on Christmas. Then we come home and we kind of have a quiet time at home. Um, but the kids will be crazy because they'll have all their new stuff and that's awesome. trying to get me to build whatever they got or and you will. <laughs> play some game with whatever they got. But, you know, we just spend a lot of time at home on Christmas. But, um, you know, my grandmother, you know, She's going to get real mad if you don't come over to her house on Christmas <laughs> and spend the day. So that's what we're going to be we'll, doing. We'll, we'll rollerblade over there. All oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wave to you when we drive down Bayshore. I'll beep at you. But So thanks for joining us this week on this Christmas edition of the Duncan yes. Duo Real Estate Show. We really appreciate you taking the time to spend with us today. We hope to join you join us next week on our New Year's Day edition. We get all the holidays this year <laughs> where we talk about more about what's going to happen in the new year or anything that has wrapped up in the last part of the season. But uh, we do thank you for joining us this Sunday and every Sunday here on the Duncan Duo Real Estate Show. Have a great Christmas. Have a great holiday season. And we'll be back next year on New Year's Day.